Welcome to the Fight White Genocide Podcast with Laura, Ken, and Jeff, where we talk about whatever we think is important in the global struggle against white genocide. This is podcast number 17, recorded October 8th, 2020. Today's topic is tackling white supremacy. Yeah, I'd, I'd really like to get across the point that the whole thing about uh, disavowing white, like Trump and Pence have been disavowing white supremacists and all that stuff. But to get the point across is that really all they're doing is disavowing white people because, you know, when they use the term white supremacist, well, what is that? It's a white. I mean, and who defines it? And we all know that a white supremacist is basically anybody that doesn't hate white people. If you advocate, you know, for a future with white people, you're a quote unquote white supremacist. And the only way the only way to prove that you're not a white supremacist is to advocate uh in favor of white genocide. Mm. So really, it's all about making Trump and Pence disavow their base, disavow white people. Yeah, we have to define terms. Whenever you're dealing with leftists, they always use code words, and, and they call any anyone that doesn't hate white people a white supremacist, right? And if we look at some any objective meaning of it, though, it means you want to supremacize non-white. Mm-hmm. Or you want to supremacize somebody. And there are, you know, I suppose a handful of of people out there that want to do that, but there aren't very many, and I, certainly we don't. They always I'll seem s- to exist in Hollywood movies, as far as I... If you look up the, the definition of, of what a white supremacist is, like you said, it's somebody that wants to rule over non-whites. I don't know pro-whites, and I, I, maybe they exist, but I don't know of any pro-whites that want to rule over non-whites. Mm-hmm. I don't know any, and again, yeah. maybe they exist. I've seen them in movies. I've seen those the white supremacists, quote unquote, in movies that would like to rule over non-whites. But personally, and I've talked to uh, quite a few pro-whites and I've read a lot of pro-white stuff on the Internet. And I don't know any of them that's advocating to rule over non-whites. I don't know one. Right. So just just factually, we're not. But a lot of what Bob talks about is the fact that, you know, the whites did used to rule everything. I mean, we were supreme and there's a lot of whites that's that want to recapture that and he's saying no you're never going to do that you know he said the tea party was the last gasp of white supremacy it was the last gasp of people that just assumed white people were running things and we're going to run everything forever so that kind of white supremacy you know we're we're trying to get that mindset out of conservatism or out of anyone with a you know that would would call themselves conservative i guess yeah, that's that's like three different definitions of we could we could have a white supremacy there. And the only people that actually fit this definition of those that want to to rule over non-whites are the people that call themselves quote unquote anti-racist that think that white people need to train brown people to to be like white people. Yeah, and, that uh, that's the routine white supremacy. Everyone assumes white superiority. Right. We got to take care of everybody. So that that's white, not it's not exactly the same as supremacy, but they, by by Facebook's definition, it actually is because they specifically said anyone who said white anyone who thinks white people are better is a white supremacist. So by their definition, it is, even though I think their definition is wrong. Right. Uh, I mean, that's not the definition that they actually go by. Uh, you have a literal definition, a Webster's dictionary definition, then you have the anti-white code word. Uh, the code words that they use of a white supremacist, and uh, they don't they don't intersect. They're they're totally different uh, uh, definitions. 
So it's uh, strange how that works. So, so when we're dealing with it, tackling white supremacy, are we responding to the code word or the actual term? You know, some objective, reasonable definition of white supremacy. That's that's one thing, and that's that's, that's the nature of a propaganda war. When you're dealing with dishonest people, you know, you're gonna they're always trying to tie you in knots. Yeah, and and the, like the Black Lives Matter that that are going after quote unquote white supremacy. Well, what white supremacy are they going after? Because it seems like what Black Lives Matter is saying is that white people need to do more for black people, uh, and that in itself is a white supremacist uh, viewpoint. Like, why? How are we in a position to do more for you? Uh, yeah. You're assuming white supremacy. You're, there you you're go. Assuming- yeah, I think that's now you're hitting on the head of where we need to go. That is the, that is that's it. We need to start attacking it from that perspective. They they all believe that in this supremacy that we are morally superior to non-whites, that we are the ones that have to um, take care. Nobody expects any other race, if there was something else going on in the world in some other non-white country, nobody expects any other non-white group to go and help out those. It's all on white people. So I think that's exactly, that's, that, this is the, this is the tack that we need to take, um, is, is that they are, they are assuming white supremacy. We don't, we don't act supremacist. We don't want, we want, how can we be supremacist when we want to be separate? And that's another thing that they, that they say that, that they, they blame the whole world's problems on the fact that we want to be separate. So that right. is the, uh, the argument that we need to go after is that they are they're assuming it and then using it as an attack against us and the fact that we want to separate is is not acceptable you know the same how we talk about uh access to white people isn't a human right that's what bob also talked about you know in the the charge the, the official that was in charge of school busing that said um you know white white children are a precious precious resource and they must be distributed carefully you know that you couldn't get more of a supremacist statement than that right but that access to white people, access, you know, saying that another, and another one that Bob said about how um, yeah. white, uh, people, white, white people emanate some kind of wellness field that everyone has to bask in. Yeah, you know that that yeah <laughs> that white supremacy is this idea that that non-whites can't get an education unless they're sat next to white kids. You know that's their mentality, not ours. And that's what we need to get across. They're the ones that are pushing this. Well, uh, yeah. If if everyone assumes white superiority, then in order to get rid of that, you'd have to get rid of white people, right? Right. So that that's why genocide. So that's their ultimate goal. Yep. Absolutely. But the uh, the talking points uh, that you would use uh, for when they call you a white supremacist is the same as you would use for if they call you a racist, Nazi, Klan, whatever. Uh, is that you? Is that anti-whites call white people uh, any white person that doesn't hate white people a white supremacist? Any white person that advocates mm. in favor of policies that uh, that uh, continue the existence of white people is going to be slandered and libeled as a white supremacist. Period. And that's really, I mean, and you respond to all of these uh, slurs the same way because it, it's the same tactic that they're using. They they want to silence white people from acting in their interest and they do that using slander libel and slurs it is i mean i mean that is the short the the short answer and the same the same way that we you know have hammered the word racist and 
uh, Nazi and we need to, again, attack white supremacists. To eliminate white supremacy, you need to eliminate white people. I mean, that that one might require a lot of explanation. Now, to us, that makes perfect sense. Mm. But uh, to to somebody that uh, that is not on message or really understanding our message, we need something, I guess, that's, you know, that speaks to the masses about it. And really, uh, it's it's very it's difficult to tackle this one without going into a deep uh, explanation. (laughs) And because this is one you have to change everybody's mind, you have to get everybody out of this this idea that white people are are some kind of special race that have an obligation to all the non-whites of the world to take them in and train them to be white people. It's really more about respecting uh, non-white civilization. There's nothing wrong with the way Africans live. Let them be Africans. Stop Mm -hmm. thinking that that you should train them to be white people. Uh, Stop this little Frankenstein society thing that you got going on where where you're training black people to act like white people. It's just weird. It's strange. And it's uh, pretty disturbing, actually. It's kind of sick. But some of these talking points, you throw them out there, even if even if uh, people don't understand them right away, then uh, you're creating an environment. You're uh, they'll they'll understand later when when you when it's combined with other talking points and oh, with their absolutely. own experience. Yeah, I mean, when all said and done, that your slogan makes perfect sense. It's absolutely mm-hmm. true and when, it's on point. So, or so. you could say, well, if if you think, it, well. If you think whites are superior, then getting rid of white supremacy entails getting rid of white people. Mm. Or eliminating white supremacy mean, means eliminating white people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, another another good talking point slogan is uh, one Laura brought up, which is that access to whites is not a human right. Mm. Uh, so, something like that. Uh, because but that's you know that that is the problem that we have is that they don't want to live in the countries nobody right. wants to they, live they, in the brown third world right they, they they keep complaining about supremacy but they keep chasing us down exactly stop chasing that's us that. down if it's so horrible exactly and I think right. that this is it this access is, to know, white people is not a human right. your whole your whole complaint is based on the, the false premise that access to white people is a human right and that we can never be separate yeah right. Brown people are, are oppressed and discriminated and experiencing horrendous racism and all kinds of things by white people, yet uh, they have to chase white people down. Mm-hmm. And they have to be wherever white people are and taking part in whatever white people are doing. And that's the whole that's the whole tenet of, of white genocide is because if if anywhere was allowed to remain white, all whites would go there. And that's why they can't, you know, they they can't allow that. They have to chase us down with diversity, um, and force us, force integrate us. And that's, you know, the integration, the whole concept of integration is based on white supremacy. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the Soviet Union, you know. Um, uh, they could have said, all right, you know what, if people that don't like communism, we'll we'll create a, a different society. For you. you can go and do non-communist stuff. Had they had done that, everybody in in the Soviet Union would have moved there. So they can't allow it. They can't. They have to force their their views and their policies onto the entire society, rather than allowing anybody to escape. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's you that's know. the nature of all wordisms. They 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 blame heretics for all their problems. They, so they demand the whole the whole world has to follow their system, or it doesn't work. 
another talking point was self-determination is not supremacy. That's a good one. You can't be a separatist and a supremacist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we don't want to be real too defensive either, though. Like Ken said, you know, you're just saying that to demoralize white people so you can genocide them. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the whole point. It's just shut white people up. That's what all these these words and and uh, the whole mm-hmm. uh, demoralization and slander and libel and all that. That's what it's all about. To shut white people up. Yeah. Well, I think that's you know you said that right. We don't want to go too much on the defensive here. Is defending you know, our rights. It, it is the, we need to attack the anti-whites that are using this tactic against right. us. Right. You can always just go to your standard talking points and say, you know, we got a situation here where every white country is being flooded with millions and millions of non-whites. They're being forced integrated everywhere. It's genocide. And you're talking about white supremacy? You're talking about white privilege? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? We can't even have a school. How can we have privilege yeah. or supremacy if we can't have a, even have a school anywhere on the planet? You know, you can do something like that. Yeah, white, white privilege, you know, what sort of yeah, white privilege? If we had white privilege, point. we would be able to have our own our own countries. It's We'd a, be able to organize. Yeah. <laughs> privilege Period. for non-whites yeah. to live amongst we white people, but not for white people to want to live amongst white people. Yeah, we wouldn't get fired and deplatformed just for saying, advocating for, for mm. white rights. Yeah. yeah, for human rights for white people. I <laughs> mean... Uh, we're getting deplatformed and, and harassed and slandered and fired from jobs just for advocating uh, for human rights. That's it. Well, that, and that's that whole, you know, that 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 is that, you know, white people are assumed as morally superior because only white people are expected to think about every other race but their own. You know, only us. We, you know, no other group is expected to do that. And and if white people speak in in um you know, wanting to self-determination for their own, you know, some preservation for our own group. We're, yeah, like you say, fired, you know, ridiculed, lost, you know, lost of uh, job loss and kicked out of university. I mean, you, you can't do it. No, no other group is denied that except white people. And I, I do think the clock is ticking on that point uh, that only white people are expected to care about other races. And white people are eventually going to realize that, you know, that white people are playing by a golden rule and non-whites aren't like non-whites simply don't care about white genocide. If, yeah. if uh, the policies that, that are happening to white people were enforced onto blacks or Asians or any other race, white people would be saying, Hey, that's messed up. That's genocide. And it needs to stop. But non-whites see this going on to white people and uh, they're, they yeah. say nothing. They say nothing at all. Yeah. And white or, or, they, or they laugh and say, right. say you're yeah, stupid they or, or they're glad they're getting our stuff, you know. Right. And, what, and that white, white kids deserve it because of things that happened hundreds of years ago that non-whites are just as guilty of. But, uh, yeah. So I think that's that's really kind of the ticking time bomb to when white people finally realize this. Mm. It's and not I mean, reciprocated. You, you're, you may be loyal to humanity, but humanity is not loyal to you. Exactly. But Bob also talked about how there would be at some point though a group, if they were smart enough to realize that what was happening to was was going to be a disservice to humanity. You know, if you get rid of the white race in the achievements and everything that they that we have done, if you get rid of that, then the world is just going to turn into a brown, you know, third world. Yeah, full, you know, full of 
different races that don't care just, about each other. No, yeah. So right? nobody's, nobody's, you know, you know, going to. Or yeah. even if everyone was the same color, they'd find plenty of other reasons to hate each other. Uh, yeah, and again, that's that's why it's a, it's re- it's really a ticking time bomb as far as I'm concerned. To when white people realize that that basically getting rid of white people, you're getting rid of all of these moralities that you care so much about. And we're the ones that uphold these things. We're the only ones. Mm-hmm. Well, you would think blacks then would exactly. You would think blacks or you know the groups that would start seeing this and seeing, well, damn, we got a good ticket here. These white people, you know. It, we, we should be aligning ourselves with them and, and saying, you know, they have a right to, so do we. It should be. It's kind of actually like I, I thought the Blexit, I thought that was a, you know, that Blexit group by Candace Owens. I had originally been seeing more and more of them. They were at the rally that we were, I went to last weekend, and uh, and I had thought it was really good. That from what I was seeing, they were speaking on, you know, from a racial perspective for black people and trying to, um, you know, what? step away from white you know, which is fine. They got playing at most of Africa to go to if they want that. Whites don't have anywhere. You know, every white country is being flooded with non-whites. Yeah, exactly. You know, whites, black nationalism is a fact. Yeah, you have nations. Yeah, no, and nobody's opposed to it. (laughs) Everybody's fine with it. Nobody's demanding they be turned turned into brown, you know, mocha-colored blended uh, out of existence. Yeah. In fact, exactly. they kicked all the Indians out. You know, nobody, nobody said anything. Yeah, and the Arabs. That's right. They kicked them all out. That's you know, it's, it, it is Diversity all turning to racial politics. Diversity is never, you know, never recommended for place, places that might actually need it. You know, that are that are actually struggling, uh, developing nations. Right. Yeah. I mean, sub-Saharan Africa could benefit from this quote-unquote strength of diversity far more than than uh, Holland. Mm. Or uh, you know, United Kingdom. Mm. If diversity is so great, why and it's such a benefit, why why not give it to the places that need it? Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah, and that's a you know that's another example of uh, of um, you know this assumed white supremacy, isn't it? When they when they kicked out in like Rhodesia and that, and they they took back over, and then they blamed the whites for not teaching them, you know, before they left how to run the place. You, have you read that, that yeah. story from Bob? Was it? I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's new footage coming out of Rhodesia where they're inviting back white farmers. Right. Yeah. Have you seen right. that I've one? Seen and they're that. celebrating yeah. it. And, and even Barack Obama's own brother uh, from uh, Kenya, I believe, said that kicking out white people was the worst thing that ever happened to Africa. Right. Uh, because, you know, the infrastructure, the, the, they're not upholding mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, and there's there's actually a documentary from China, something I, I forget what it's called about uh, dust, empire of dust, and he's going through Africa and showing all the things that Europeans left there that mm-hmm. the Africans are not maintaining, and yeah. now they're asking the Chinese to come in there and maintain it for them. We just have to reframe, you know, really reframe this whole concept of white supremacy, you know. It isn't. Yeah. Uh, it isn't what the what the anti whites, um, the way that they they are using it, you know, as and and then you know forcing non discrimination and saying that uh, you know everywhere must accept uh, everywhere that's white must accept uh, non whites and yeah exactly I think that that is a good line what you said Jeff there that uh, you know getting rid of white supremacy is getting rid of white people yeah. that's I mean, that is. 
that's pretty yeah. much it. Ultimately, that is the goal. I, uh, I, I, the only reason I question that slogan is that is is the explanation that has to go along with that. But it's totally, it's on target. You're mm. over, you're over the well, target. Same, I that. mean, it's the same with white privilege. You know, they say the same, they say, and although now they're going with whiteness, you know, they've changed it to this abstract concept of of whiteness. You know, and but I mean, it's again the same. How do you get, how do you get whiteness without white people? <laughs> you know, so. How do you get rid of whiteness without getting rid of white people? Yeah, whatever you do, stay on message. Bob said, yeah. "Well, how can you be a white supremacist if you want if you want nothing to do with non-whites? Yeah. How can you be a white supremacist if there is nobody around but white people?" You might remind them that well, separation would solve all these problems you claim to be be so concerned about. Mm-hmm. Every single one. You can go down the list, like uh, mm-hmm. the modern political debates today. All of them have a root in diversity in in the in the in white genocide in the forced integration nearly every single political issue mm. and nobody wants to bring it up definitely exactly. not the left no. and uh, the right helped the left or the GOP helped the left uh, not talk about it to change the topic if it ever gets brought up the the GOP will help the left change the topic yeah yeah GOP is fake controlled opposition Always keep that in mind. The left is in power. The right just there to put on a show, pretend there's an opposition. And that's why yeah. when when Trump was uh, during the debate and uh, they told him to denounce white supremacists, there that was them wielding the power. He put on his t- his shoes, tap dance shoes, and tap dance for yep. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so did Pence. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, when Pence brought up about the Trump's Jewish. I just almost like couldn't believe that man. He had the opportunity to go on the attack there, and that was just the most pathetic response. Yeah, I mean, it would have been so simple for Trump. Like when when you they're like, you need to denounce white supremacists. He could have said, well, you you call anybody that advocates in white interests as mm-hmm. white supremacists. You're you're doing that to to libel and slander white people, and uh, I'm totally against that anti-white yeah. proposition that I have to hate my race in order to be a good person. Sorry, yeah. not not buying it. He could have yeah. shut it down like that, and a million millions of people would have cheered him for that. Yeah. And there's really no response that that anti-whites can can put up to that. There's yeah. really none other than more just more slander and libel and more name calling. That's it. Mm. Yeah, he hasn't. He, I mean, he, even if he had just used the term anti-white, you know, just just to have, uh, you know, made that. Yeah. yeah so and they're they're all they're just about American values, right? They're about about uh, we the people and and you know, liberty for all. You know, just isn't it? Aren't they? Aren't they more like that? Yeah, it's 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 the same GOP talking point yeah. uh, mm. of uh, you know, uh, all races need to work together yeah. to. Unity. For lower taxes. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah. Uh, white genocide plus lower taxes equals MAGA. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, if advocating for white interests is white supremacy, what what about – is advocating for black interests black supremacy? Is, is advocating for Chinese interests Chinese supremacy? Is yeah. BLM – are BLM black supremacists? Yeah. Yeah. Well, see that no. that concept is so, is laughable to anti-whites because they because of routine white supremacy they are so ingrained into believing that whites are a superior race that the whole concept of black supremacy is laughable to them. 
So, mm-hmm. so when you bring up the phrase black supremacy, nobody really takes it seriously. Yeah. E- even on like a SPLC, because I, I did this once years ago. I'm like, I just want to look it up. And I looked up uh, every time they mentioned white supremacy on the SPLC. And it was like, like a hundred thousand times or something mm. crazy. And then I looked up black supremacy and it was like nine times. And they've mentioned the phrase black supremacy nine times. So it's mm-hmm. not something that people take seriously. So it, and the reason is, is because everybody just assumes white superiority. Mm. And, uh, I, I don't know if the objective is to just get people to stop thinking whites are a superior race. I don't know if that should be, <laughs> the, the end goal or because really how do you get out of that like how do you get out of this situation where everybody assumes that whites are a superior race and have a moral obligation to save the brown world whatever that means yeah so, so they think white people are better so they want to destroy them to make everybody yeah. equal yeah it's kind of the underdog complex where you always root for the underdog or something but they yeah. believe it's the underdog but in reality and truth, whites are the underdog right now. We are a world minority. We are denied our human right to self-determination. We're not allowed to have anything of uh, to ourselves. No country, no city, no town, no village, no school, no neighborhood. Everything that is white has to become, quote unquote, multiracial. And this is the only we're the only race where this applies to. Uh, so we are the actual underdog. We are a world minority and denied human rights. Period. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's it. Every other group, it's expected, you know, they're to be objective for their race. You know, that that yeah. is that's expected. It's not not considered, you know, nobody bats an eyelid if you do say black supremacy or anything like that. It's it is. It should be, you know, each group should be. But the moment white people speak objectively for our race, we're heretics. You know, we're hate. It's hate speech. It's you know. So that's white people are inherently. Evil. Universalists, um, <laughs> they think that what applies to them applies to everybody. They think that they're always trying to push for universal values. Mm-hmm. But um, we can point out to them that these anti-whites are not universalists. They're just pretending to be universalists. Everything they're doing, everything they do, is aimed at demoralizing and eliminating white people. Mm. So uh, even if pe- white people won't advocate for themselves, you know, at, at least you could point out that they're being scammed. Mm. Yeah. And again, I, I still think that, is, that, yeah. that clock is ticking to when white people finally realize that, that they're the only ones playing by the golden rule. Everybody mm. else is playing by the anti-white rule. That's it. Yeah. It's, uh, and I mean, it all ties into the self-hatred too, you know. Yeah, this concept of, of um, hating the- ourselves because, you know, we're inherently evil that we've been told to, you know, all the evils of the world are because of white people. I mean, that's, I mean, it's just the opposite, right? I mean, the the opposite is true. You know, we've, we've, no, white people have never, you know, committed a unique crime, but we have an infinite number of unique achievements. Even that self-hate can be looked at as a virtuous superiority, though. And I think that's what some white people do in some weird way. It, along the same timeline, our group out under Christianity has, has become self-hating just as the Jews are all about self-pity yeah they want to win the self-hating Olympics (laughs) you know it's it's actually it's actually another form of superiority 
Yeah, it's a, it's a, they, they're trying to flex moral superiority by pretending they are martyrs. How much we hate ourselves. That's, yeah, they, they think it's maybe going to get them a, a spot on the mothership or in heaven or whatever. Yeah, it gives you some Jesus points if you hate yourself and advocate destroying your race uh, because you think it's going to help brown people that yeah. that don't really care about other races yeah. <laughs> or anybody else but themselves. Yeah, it's, no. it's definitely uh, conditioned. It's This is not normal behavior, <laughs> mm. <laughs> what they are doing uh, by pretending they are they're, um, they're martyrs and sacrificing, putting some kind of sacrifice by destroying their race. Um, it, th- that's not normal behavior. It's definitely conditioned. Um, Self-flagellation, yeah. Right, yeah. It, it's um. very strange behavior. Yeah, white people haven't been like this forever. They were plenty pro-white even in the 50s. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a it, matter of propaganda. It's not, you know, a lot, a lot of people just throw up their hands and say, "Well, it's this inevitable historical process, or we can't do anything about it." Well, <laughs> it, it, no, it's it's the, the result of decades of anti-white propaganda. You it, would you at least try the counter-propaganda approach, please? Right. If white self-hatred was some kind of thing, a genetic thing that white people have always had, uh, white people wouldn't be here. They, they would have gave, gave up to the Moors. Back when the Moors were conquering uh, southern Europe, white people would have just gave up. Uh, mm-hmm. This was something that was uh, just uh, ingrained in white people. So I don't really believe the idea that this is somehow just uh, a uh, – genetic like thing among white people to feel certain ways i, I don't believe that they, they have tapped into something in white people though yeah that's true oh uh, yes I, I do believe that that there is something mm-hmm. that they've tapped into and they've exploited right no question it's uh you know we, we've done extremely well taking on essentially what's a trillion dollar brainwash campaign against mm-hmm. white people uh, and a word war a war of propaganda as we've we've gotten no media we're not on television uh we are banned from social media from uh speaking our views and despite all of this we have done extremely well at taking on words like racism and uh taking on the anti-white system and the way you do that is using terminology the correct terminology and uh attacking the system at, at its core and the core is uh, the program towards white genocide, global white genocide via mass immigration and forced integration, forced assimilation. Yeah, the source of their power is their the terms, talking points, and narratives they put out on the media they control. They, yeah, they control the media, but that's not all they do. They they use it to push out their anti-white propaganda, mm-hmm. and that's the source of their power. So that's that's what you have to go after. You can't just point out they control the media. And whine about it, yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, that's like saying, you know, if you're, if you're in a, you're in a shooting war and you, you complain about the other side shooting at you, well, yes. yeah, that's yeah. that's not the same as fighting a war, you know. You're not shooting back. You shoot right. back in a word war. You shoot words back at them. Mm-hmm. Yep. You you have they, to have a, you have to have present an opposing slogan because what they're using are slogans and and slurs, things like white supremacist, Nazi, racist, blah blah blah. Uh, and, and slogans like diversity is our strength and they beat that into you mm-hmm. and they've done it for decades. And, you know, again, it's a trillion dollar brainwashing campaign to mm-hmm. do this. Uh, 
the only way to fight back is with your own terminology, your own slogans and getting it out in mass and not letting them escape from from our terminology, mm-hmm. making them making them uh, deny that they're anti-white. Yeah, that's one of the most beautiful things when when you call somebody an anti-white and then they deny it because they don't want to be that. They they don't want to be that. Just mm-hmm. like uh, the the guy that's called a racist, trying to deny and prove that he's not a racist. We want them proving that they're not anti-white, and they're never going to prove it enough to me that they're not anti-white. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's it. I think yeah, but it's exactly right. You know. And, um, you know, we're not concerned about anything else except white survival. And uh, as long as we stay in, stay on that point and keep hammering the fact that exactly they're anti-white and they are everything that they are doing, the policies that they are pushing and enforcing is um, is is white genocide. Uh, we can't lose. You know, if we if we just keep hammering what's right in front of us. And uh, and not be concerned about any of the other topics that, you know, that that come up that we are solely interested in white survival and pointing out how these anti-whites are pushing every policy to get rid of white people. If you keep the topic on white survival, you will always have the moral high ground. Exactly. And anybody that that confronts you is going to be uh, against uh, white survival. They need to defend their concept that white people should not be allowed to continue their existence. You have yeah. no, you should not be defending anything. They should be on the defense. You should always be on the offense. You should always just maintain the moral high ground. Just stick to white survival. I, you know, I want white people to exist in the future. I like what white mm. people have developed. I like my people, my family, my heritage. Mm. I, I care about it and I want to maintain it. And anybody that 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 comes at you is clearly against all these things. They are against your race continuing their existence. They should be on the defensive. You've got nothing to defend as long as you maintain that it's about white survival. All this other crap, I don't care about. I don't care about any of it. Uh, All these other topics that a lot of uh, pro-whites talk about, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, it's good conversation. It's interesting to listen to. But at the end of the day, it do- a lot of it doesn't matter and it doesn't give us a moral high ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. you just ha- stay on white survival, period. Nothing else. Black IQs or whatever. Brown uh, mm-hmm. and all that crap. Uh, crime rates, violent crime rates. That doesn't give you a moral high ground. Uh, the the brainwashed anti-white is just going to assume that you're bullying non-whites. You mm-hmm. are not. You're not uh, it's not good optics, quote unquote, if if Mm I want to put it that way. Yeah. Stick to white survival, because at the end of the day, that's really what you do care about. That is that is your focus, whether or not you realize it or not. So just stick to it. Mm -hmm. uh, Keep it at that. And uh, good things are going to happen for us. Yep. And you're not under any obligation to justify your existence or what or or anything you want. And you can't do that anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no – I can't pr- prove that white people should exist. That's some, right. some objective transcendental morality. I just what I want. Mm-hmm. And they can't prove that whites shouldn't exist either. Okay? So don't, don't, try, to, don't try to go, go in arguments like that. There, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a big push now to get, to get pro-whites to, you know, divert themselves into some kind of ism, whatever, whether it's socialism, fascism, whether it's 
yeah, even fascism or liberalism or uh, or Christianity or libertarianism mm -hmm. or even anti-Semitism. You know, there's are people that really think all they have to do is expose Jews. You know, that's going to solve everything. Mm -hmm. Or 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 express their hatred of Jews. They really they really even anti-Semitism can be a religion. You know, we're pro-white. That's it. That's it. Yep. Just stick with that. It certainly yeah. makes it simple. It, you know, as long as it, we can agree on that point. Yeah, exactly. If you dilute you it with anything else, they can they can point out a contradiction in your reasoning. Yep. They can yeah, say, well, make you tailgate. is against yes. pro-white. So whether, whether socialism is against being pro-white or Christianity is against being pro-white or even anti-Semitism is against being pro-white. You know, yeah. just pro-white. That, that comes first. You can be all those other things too, but the, but the pro-white has to come first. And if there's a conflict, you know, you got to choose pro-white. Yeah. 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 The anti-white is always looking for a reason to get off the topic of white survival. So they're yeah. always looking for any for you to say anything that they can focus on and change the topic away from white survival. Why do they do that? Because the white survival uh, topic gives uh, gives you the moral high ground. They've lost it. Mm -hmm. If they're arguing against white survival, they they're arguing uh, in bad faith and in a uh, in a immoral genocidal <laughs> yeah i mean and if they're asking you to you never justify the existence of white people if they ask you to you point that out and say you're asking me to justify the existence of my people mm -hmm. only an anti-white sociopath would do such a thing that's it uh, yeah, yeah you'd never you'd never ask any other race to justify their existence exactly yeah. and never, just, like, just asking the just asking the question puts you at suspicion of genocide because why would right. you even ask it unless you thought whites which shouldn't exist well, that's it so if, if you're saying that white lives don't matter then you're justifying genocide if they if they're saying that if they're coming at you and saying that white survival isn't okay then they are they are justifying genocide they're saying that that whites deserve genocide that white people don't have a right to exist and that is not okay so stick yep. to those points and and you can't go you can't go wrong yeah, the, I think uh, the other thing that people, you know, I was reading this one here, um, you know, how we talk about staying on point and keep it, you know, keep hammering the, the, the talking points to the moral high ground. You know, Bob talked about the, the different examples of military strategy, how, in, how you know, we and we hear it a lot today with people getting overwhelmed. Oh, you know, like, Ken, you were talking before, are people, oh, you can't, we can't deal with this, it's too big, you know. Um, but that's exactly how the terminology cuts through all of that you know stop looking at such the bigger picture and stay focused on what's in front of you and keep repeating the talking points to the for the audience you know and that's how um we have achieved so much in in destroying the term racist and and nazi it's just a simple strategy and keeps us focused on what's right in front of us and not this massive propaganda machine that has been going for years and years and years against demoralizing us um and we have you know now got this strategy to fight back and i mean but poor bob he had it he you know so much over and over how he just wanted people to make these simple points um and we really have proven how effective it is so yeah we're not interested in appealing to anybody the way they are or optics or that kind of thing. We're interested in changing the way they think, so we have to, you know, have, we have to be somewhat abrasive anyway. You know, we have to tell people things they don't want to hear. 
That's how you take power. You don't take power by agreeing with it, with everybody. Uh, right now, they think the way Annie White's want them to think. So we have to change that if we want to take power. Uh, absolutely, and that's how the terminology it creates the ideology, and that's it. You know, if we can get white people to start thinking in these terms um, and uh, breaking the demoralization that we have been subjected to, that's how we win. That's how we take power. Mass consensus. Maybe people on our side don't naturally want to work like that, but you know, you're going to have to, and you, you can be trained. Uh, yeah, you're you're not you, going to be effective if you don't if you don't do it. Yeah, like yeah, you know, I, I assume the people sitting in trenches probably didn't like that either. But at least at least at least you're not, you know, at least you're not up to your knees in mud. You know, mm. with rats running around and explosions, with artillery barrages. You know, at least you're, at least all you got to do is sit in your chair and type on the computer. That's all you really have to do. Mm. So even if it's not something you're inclined to do, well, do it anyway. Yeah, Le- learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yep, there's nothing sexy about it. <laughs> there's, no, yeah. there's no glory well, that, about about repeating uh, talking points and getting them out there. Nothing sexy or glorious about it, you know. But uh, it, it's what works. It's worked mm-hmm. against white people with the propaganda. Exactly. We're doing exactly what anti-whites did to us, uh, but we've actually got the truth and uh, the moral high ground behind us. Exactly. And that's why we are uh, making anti-whites panic. I mean, yeah, every week now there is a congressional hearing about how basically the message is spreading and anti-whites are worried about it. And we're the yeah. ones doing that. We're yeah, the that. ones introducing the terminology. That's why they bring up white genocide and mm-hmm. and uh, in these congressional hearings and try to uh, ask the, the government to help stop the, the, the meme of white genocide from spreading. And then you pointed and out that people worry about, well, what if they infiltrate us? What if they find out what we're doing? Well, the worst that can happen is they get counter-subverted. Yeah. The agents, yeah. you know. Yeah. Which is, 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 did that actually happen? Did they mention that? Well, uh, last, uh, was it last week or the week before, they had a, a hearing about how law enforcement are are helping pro-whites are now uh what they feel are are a pro-white force and that uh there's that they need to do something to get rid of people within law enforcement that are becoming favorable to pro-white messages mm-hmm. and uh, they complained about it for like two hours the other it was like last week it was like a skype they had a skype uh, hearing congressional hearing over skype or zoom or something and that was the focus is that uh, the FBI agents and people like that that are that are monitoring pro-whites are now becoming favorable to the pro-white message and that it's uh, becoming a problem. <laughs> it's, it, you know, it's undeniable. That's a, you can't uh, unless un, unless they are hating themselves, you know, and that's it, unless they are. Um, self-flagellating constantly, they're going to they're going to lose their jobs, or um, you know, they're fearing that it, because white people are starting to wake up to this fact that hey, we're the only ones that are told to hate ourselves. Every other group can be objective for their group for their you know racial interests, but not white people. That's hate. Speaking about white self-hatred, not really to change the topic, but um, Trump did recently bring up critical race theory 
and talking mm-hmm. about banning that. I don't know how serious he is about actually implementing banning critical race theory, but the simple fact that he did bring it up is kind of big uh, on yeah. our side, even though it's uh, not very specific. And it would be better if he was. Uh, and he actually did. I forget. He I forgot. He actually did uh, tweet out. Uh, yeah. The, uh, anti-white. It said uh, it someone tweeted and said that uh, uh, anti uh, 101 anti white yeah. 101 training Race, or know. something. Yeah. We, we, we told him. We told him to do that four years ago, but yeah. right after right. he was elected. Yeah, he should have done that on day one. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is all stuff like why now. And, of course, it's election time. Yeah, I, th- I saw someone uh, had tweeted out yesterday or, or s- that had said if only he or, you know, Pence would actually start calling it, you know, speaking out and using that term anti-white. You know, how many people would be, you know, he could be the, I mean, didn't Bob say that too? Like he could be the, he could be the white saviour if he just, if he just started speaking on behalf of white people. That that one simple word will send anti-whites yeah. on the defense oh yeah. guaranteed guaranteed yeah. that they will the media will be trying to defend themselves from the term anti-white and you Absolutely. you don't score you don't score points when you're always on defense and that's the problem with pro-whites and the conservative movement is that they're always on defense and that they score no points and they advance nothing yeah and uh, you're only going to score on offense and the way you go on offense is by attacking them, pointing out that they're anti-white, pointing out the crime being committed, white genocide, pointing out that you have the moral high ground because you are arguing in favor of uh, the survival of all races, not just white people. But you, you focus on white people because it's your race and it's being attacked. Mm. So, so you are taking a moral high ground and they are uh, objecting to a, to uh, what is, you know, universally uh, a moral stance mm. to you know continue the existence of a group of people but ken you're being divisive you're just as bad as they are <laughs> yeah well we're not you know we use this, we use the tactics that work you know that's like saying well if the other guy is using you know rifles and machine guns and artillery then if we use the same same weapons we're just as bad as they are yeah well we one thing, as you pointed out, you know, all of their stuff is is a scam. It's a con. Well, we're just telling the truth. You know, that that's our one advantage. Mm, and it's it's how it destroys the systems. It's destroyed the Soviet Union, right? They exposed the simple truth that uh, you know, if, if it's such a if it's such a workers' paradise, then why do they need guns at the border keeping people in? You know, if it's such a place where people want to live, why do they need guns at the border? If, if Mexico is such a place where people want to live, why are they all coming to white countries? You know, yeah, they, they, you have to repeat these things because you're dealing with trillion dollars in brainwashing. Yep. You can't just say it once and expect everybody to believe it or even understand it. Repetition works. Right. Propaganda works. I, mean, I don't like it. I hate it. Yep. That's that's the reality. People. It is the reality. They respond to being heard over and over and over, and that's exactly what has been used against us. But our, our enemies are really good at at differentiating their um, their market. They want they want every psychological type to have an anti-white alternative, whether it's you know libertarianism, socialism, 
uh, the Jordan Peterson route. Yeah, another another ism. Another, another ism. Another wordism. Yeah. Another another separate loyalty. Yeah. Yeah, and then and they're not putting their race first, and that that is the that is where we where yeah where where, where you're going to have conflict with these people, um, because they won't put white survival first. They're going to put their their religion first and um, what they believe the constitution is. Yeah, I think one of the things, though, is that um, what what's actually more important than getting them on our side is getting them to shut up when when pro-whites talk, mm-hmm. like, rather than try to, you know, getting them to shut up is equally as good as getting them on our side. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever somebody advocates white interest, you know, oh. these people that, that respond, oh, no, blah, 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 whatever, diversity is our strength, blah, 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 getting them just to kill that. But Ken, that. that's infighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is it. I don't want them to fight. I don't want to fight them. I want them to uh, yeah. just, uh, you know, if they're not, it's not, it's not really in fighting though, if they're not on my side, you know, it's yeah. what's that? It's that's not true. really in fighting if they're not on my side to begin yeah, with. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. But, yeah. uh, getting the, my point is that getting them to shut up is just as good as getting them to convert. Okay. <laughs> you want to call it conversion? Anyway, yeah. But. Well, I mean, it is, they are, yeah, they're not on our side and that, that is, that is the problem because they're probably if not just, you know, worse than the the ones that are straight out anyway. The issue is, is what's your highest loyalty? One of them has to come first. Yeah. Well, they, they choose their words. Yeah. You can have mixed loyalties, but one of them has to come first. Yeah. Which one is it? If you, if it's not race, then, yeah, you're not on my side. Yeah. Eventually, you you'll stab me in the back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never believe a word is word. <laughs> Yeah, I saw you post that the other day. That was a good one. Yeah, but that's it. They're not. That's it. You have to choose one thing, and that's why Bob Boy said, if we can agree on that first and foremost, that our race is, has the right to survival, then you can, as long as we agree on that point, you can believe in unicorns or Jesus or whatever you want to believe in. But yep. you have Low to taxes, agree on high that. taxes, whatever. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> as long as you, as long as you put, you know, uh, white survival as as the most important thing. And uh, yeah, everything's fine. Everything, everything will I'll work even, out. Free cotton candy. I'll even go along with that. You know, if, <laughs> yeah. if you want to save the human white race, that's, yeah. that's that what I tell first. liberals. Like, you know, all, all, a lot of your stuff is actually not bad, but you know, you, you're advocating white genocide, and so really, I can't can't go along with that. So yeah, you, you, your whole pol- your whole worldview is suicidal, genocidal too. Totally. Well, guys, I, I, it's awesome. It's really great to talk to you guys again. So good. 